step into a world shrouded in ash and darkness, where legends come to life and ancient powers linger. Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging, where we're playing Forbidden Lands. Join us as we set sail on longships and explore the unknown, braving danger and discovering untold treasure that lies beneath ash and snow. We are picking up immediately where we left off uh, last session. You have just met a group of rival, maybe friendly adventurers uh, who are questioning what you're doing in the uh, temple that they wanted to plunder. You have been beat up quite a bit. Uh, you have all seen better days. Uh, many of you have taken some rather serious injuries. Uh, there were a couple critical injuries doled out. Bacho. You're feeling tired, just exhausted. You know, you had the adrenaline up and you just got beat up over and over. When was the last time you felt so defeated, so close to death? Uh, I remember. I wasn't much more than a pup. The times the Reavers struck our tribe first. We fought. Ah, oh, we fought. But we weren't enough. But I made the mistake of scratching the leader. So he strapped me across a barrel and took out a skinning knife. And he turned to the rest of my tribe who were alive, about to be enslaved. He said, this... This is what we do to the likes of you. And I felt that blade bite slowly tearing into the muscles of my back like he was filleting a side of meat up the right side of my spine. And all the time he's talking to the remnants of my people, explaining that he's going to lay my back open. And then he's going to take a small hammer and he's going to break the back of my ribs away. And then he's going to pull my lungs out and lay them across my back. And they can all watch me die before they're enslaved. And I bit into that pain and I ate it. I drank it in and I learned to love it as my muscles were torn. And then... Out of nowhere, a scrailing had snuck up and he chewed across the bonds of my right hand and I pulled away and I bit the face of that wolfkin. I saw his gold eyes widen in surprise as I ripped the muzzle from his face and spat his tongue back into his mouth. I was howling, but the scrailing was pulling me. He had pulled my other bonds free. And we ran, and we ran, and I bled into the snow, and I ate the pain. And then Gunk saved my life for the very first time. That's the last time I was this tired, this hurt, this hungry for pain. Fantastic. Um, I can just see Jeff is so happy that he's the hero again this session. Uh, he didn't even have he's to do anything for it. You just handed it to him. Uh, deceptively shred, you know. We don't have to embellish. <laughs> it was Bacho's story. We don't. It's fine. 
Bacho, you're sitting here eating the pain once again, burying it down. And you hear the conversation with Alwyn. You're kind of coming in and out. Uh, it's hard to focus, but you're, you're able to. And he gets to the point where he talks about how each artifact that was stolen from the Kadaran was hidden in a vault that was sealed so perfectly even the gods themselves could not open it if they wished not without a key a key that was created by the unsung so how'd you get it what key what do you mean when we walked in it was open oh I know it wasn't open I've been here many times how'd I can't tell you You've heard what we have to say. Believe what you will, human. You can give me manipulation if you want, Bacho. I can, but it's going to be ugly. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Bacho sits on two empathy as his max. And unfortunately, he's still at his max. And his manipulation is a solid zero. Can I throw in a helpful sentence to Bacho at this moment? Yeah. What are you saying to help him out? Uh, I mean, we showed you the other room that we found. Why would we lie about this? Okay. Um, Bacho, would you like to let her roll and you give her the die? Or oh, yeah. would you like to roll and... No, then... no, 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 no. No, by all means, Miriam, please roll and take the die. Don't okay. let anyone say I'm not a benevolent GM. Benevolent I'm... GM. All right. Uh, so let me quickly grab i'm down in empathy uh and then one from bacho uh yeah all right this is four let's do our best okay so that is uh two ones a five and a four uh so that is uh you know what I can take the two hits to my empathy and push. This is contested, by the way, too, just so you know. Can I retroactively grab a uh, audience dice? I, I see we had a few very generous people earlier today. Uh, you can grab the audience die for the push. Okay, thank you very much, audience. Because I am not a benevolent GM. Well... Uh, so here are my numbers. One, 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 six. How many of those are on your ability compared to your skills? Only two of them are my abilities. So just one success and you're taking oh, two damage, yes. but gain a willpower. Thank you. Does that break you? How close are you to being broke? You got one more? Sorry. Yes, I have one more. Alwyn kind of, you know, he, he's sitting sitting on one of these uh, long benches, and he just kind of leans back a little bit. Well, I suppose we could ask Woford. Uh, Pinky, you mind coming over here? Yeah, sure thing, boss. What you need? Uh, would you mind uh, working your magic on Woford there? I think uh, we've got all we could out of these guys. I'm on it. He goes over and he uh, rummages through uh, one of his mini, mini bags, pulls out a lump of clay. And he just squishes it down, rolls it flat, 
gets his hands all dirty and then puts both hands on Woford's uh, torn out eye, gouged out eye. Uh, you see that the eye doesn't come back, but it does heal up. Uh, the the bleeding uh, stops a little bit. Uh, some of the skin begins to grow back, so it doesn't look quite so mangled. Uh, it's still missing, but he is coming back, and uh, he starts to come too. And he kind of like lifts his head up a little bit. I can't. I can't see. What happened? You're all, you're all right, Pack mate. You lost an eye, but you you came through strong. Uh, we're alive. Alwyn, what are you doing here? Alwyn just kind of sits back and looks at you all. Oh, no. they came in. Uh, they came in uh, because apparently they've been, they've claimed this site or some such, and they've been trying to get in all along. And like I said, we told when I told them that we when we got here, it was open, and we went down there and were attacked by the tentacles, and we couldn't get anything before we had to retreat. Did I save your life? You did indeed, Pack brother. I did see that. You did save him. Oh, and uh, speaks up. Wilford. I hear that you've been traveling with these fine folk. Are you care to tell me how you uh, got in that vault there? And Wilford, with his one good eye, just kind of looks over at Bacho. Zaldrin, Mirren, and then off in the corner, Gunk. You guys trying to make a sign or anything? Well, I already told him what to say, so we'll see what he does. <laughs> Mirren will kind of like do a very because she's farther away uh, towards the 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 other group, trying to pretend to be not quite as good as she might actually be. Um, we'll kind of like slow nod at him a little bit. Zaldrin crosses her arms and sort of raises her eyebrows like what are you going to say like kind of you know nothing else needs to be done he was already told what to say and so she's just gonna kind of cross her arms and just see how this plays out all right Pacho this time I am gonna ask for a check from you uh it sounded like you were trying to manipulate but you two have a adversarial relationship. Would you like to go for might? Uh, yeah, I would like to go. Well, it doesn't really matter if this. Yeah, might would be better. Because um, I think he could does. interpret that kindness as intimidation from you. Okay. Yeah. I got with might. And can I get an audience dice? Got it. Thank you kindly. All right. So that's uh, my strength is down to two. So he's looking pretty beat up. So when Bacho gave him that speech, I mean, Wolfric could tell that. Bacho was feeling pretty rough, but I still have four dice. We'll see. Uh, one six. Um, so I will push it. Uh, this is not contested. So if you oh. want the success, you're going to get it. Oh, okay. Then yes, I will take the six. Okay. And walk away. Wolford just kind of like, after looking at each of you, he just looks down and he reaches up, grabs his eye. You know, I think I hit my head pretty hard. I really... I really don't remember what happened. All right. 
So be it. But any friend of Woford is a friend of ours. We'll be happy to share the hall with you tonight. If you have any qualms, feel free to keep a guard. The Reaver there will be keeping a guard for us. So what would you guys like to be doing for the night? So yeah, we would I think we would set up a guard, right? We would set up a guard. Was yeah, I was yeah, gonna follow that up. Yes. Definitely need to do a little bit of resting though. <laughs> I think we all need to we're gonna have to rotate because I don't think anybody yep. can afford to stay up. Uh whoever stays up can rest uh the next quarter day. Uh is how this game uh works. Like basically you can push it for a quarter day and then you sleep in the morning while everyone else would be like training or up and around, that kind of thing. But so I, think you I also did also take sleepy the sleepy condition, uh, which yes, I think uh, can hurt you a little bit with other things. The sleepy condition, I don't think you have to take that unless you go. Yeah, as long as you get a, yeah, as long sleep. as you as long as you so get a rest, okay. you're okay. Um, and I'm I'm actually should be okay because I took level two of Pathfinder because uh, I already had level one, and that allows me to rest actually while I'm leading the way. So hmm. I could. Uh, I could stay up first. Okay. Uh, so the three of you, plus Wilford, uh, start to bed down for the night. Uh, Bacho, what does this look like for you? What are you doing with this quarter day? Um, you don't necessarily have a perimeter to walk. Uh, there's only one entrance into this hall, uh, and then there are the two... Uh, exits that lead to, as far as you know, dead ends. So there's not too much to watch other than the other adventurers. So what he would do is he would probably post up at the door, but put himself, kind of wedge himself in so he can just pivot his head and look outside and then pivot his head and look at the other adventurers and keep his long sword out, you know, sharpening it. Okay. Um, and while you're keeping watch, sorry, go ahead, Mirren. Um, at a certain point in time, uh, Mirren will saddle up to Gunk and kind of like lean in as if she's exhausted and, and resting uh, and kind of whisper, can you close it again before morning? I think if I try that, I think they'll see. Okay. And then that'll possibly lead to more questions. But if maybe distraction could be made. Yeah. Maybe in the morning uh, when they are getting ready. Maybe, maybe. Mm. Mm. Okay. And Gunk we'll has see. been spending the whole time. He's found a corner and he's literally just sitting up in a corner, like kind of sitting half on his pack or his packs like behind him in the corner. And he's just, he's been very, and very uh, furtive glances in all sorts of directions. Doesn't trust any of these people. Are you still going to attempt to sleep, or are you going to try and stay up too? If Bacho is up, I uh, Gunk will sleep. If Bacho is going to okay. sleep, Gunk will stay up. That's that's going to be how it works for me. Bacho, uh, Bacho will stay awake and guard Gunk. Yeah, and and the others obviously. Bacho, normally while you're keeping watch, you wouldn't be able to do something else. But like I said, this is a little bit different situation. Uh, it's pretty contained what you need to watch. Um, and if they were going to try anything, uh, 
you know, you'd be able to reach your party as fast as they'd be able to reach you. So is there anything you'd like to be doing with this downtime as well? Any sort of like training or uh, what does it look like that you're doing to stay awake? Given that opportunity, he would clear a space and he would he would sink down into because he's a trained sword fighter. Um, You know, this is something he picked up later with Gump when we were traveling. Um, but he would sink into and he would start moving through the katas, particularly focusing on the ones, you know, he's fine. He generally has been fighting very grounded, you know, dropping low into his center and, and fighting with his strength. But he's seen these last couple of fights where we're fighting these creatures that he needs to be faster on his feet. So he's he's working actually through the katas that allow him to move uh, because he's found that that's it's where he really needs to strengthen his uh, his fighting style. So he's trying he's trying to train move, and he did successfully use move last time. So during that quarter day, that's what he's that's what he's focusing his training on. And also, just so you know, Zaldrin uh, snores like a train. So uh, if you're looking for something to keep you awake. Uh, <laughs> That won't be uh, difficult to do. And his hackles uh, are raised. I mean, he's he he inflicted some serious pain on Wolford, even though Wolford doesn't remember it. And he, but he remembers it. And he's he's a little torn. He 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 relished that opportunity, but it also sickens him. So he's working through some stuff while he's working through these uh, sword styles. You already have move, or are you trying to go from zero to one? Zero to one. Okay, so that will require a wits test, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's for talent. Oh, Just okay. to coordinate. Yeah, as long as you used it successfully the day before, you that's can. It, that's it. Uh, regardless, uh, while you're practicing these moves, uh, the, the rest of the fingers have uh, gone to bed as well, with the exception of the Reaver. And he sees you practicing some of these talents, uh, these katas, and he uh, slowly walks over. Uh, he leaves his uh weapons uh so he's coming over unarmed although as you know all too well that doesn't mean much for a wolfkin he gets over to you and he lets out a low growl at first you wonder is he threatening you know like you've heard a lot of growls but this guy has never spoken a single word in your presence And after a moment of basically quiet, he pulls up a paw and he starts slowly moving towards your leg and he just kind of pushes it uh, to kind of like change your balance a little bit. Uh, And you realize that he's trying to help you. Uh, This goes on for a little bit if you let him. Mm -hmm. Bacho will let out a little yip to let him know and to encourage him to show him. Yeah, and as you keep going through these katas, uh, sometimes he lets out a growl that sounds like a growl of approval, and then other times it's a real sharp, uh, mm. angry growl, and that's always followed by a, a quick uh, punch or a little uh, backhanded slap, mm. and then he shifts your weight around, that kind of thing. Uh, and from this interaction, you don't necessarily think that he's like, a grandmaster or something like that, but everyone who fights has a little bit different experience. Mm -hmm. And there's a sort of unspoken bond that happens here where he is sharing how he's learned how to fight with you. And you can kind of use that and uh, add it to your fighting style. 
after Bacha. a little bit. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say Bacho would he would he would yip in appreciation, you know. I mean, he he knows how to communicate, you know, in this sort of mm-hmm. nonverbal growls with his own people. So he he shows his appreciation. He doesn't bear his throat or anything, but he, you know, he he shows his appreciation as a warrior to a warrior. And after you've gone through several katas, uh, you get one more. And it it's almost like a growl of approval and disapproval at the same time. Like he, you get the sense that he was annoyed he had to come over there, but he thinks you did well. It, it's like begrudging respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he goes back uh, and he starts uh, sharpening one of his weapons, uh, leaving you alone for the rest of the night, which does pass by uneventfully. Uh, the morning comes, uh, the three of you and Wolford begin to awaken. Uh, what does that look like for you all? Mirren will like, still in the corner with Gunk, kind of like make a giant effort to exaggerate and stretch out and yawn, uh, taking up as much space as, as possible for such a small form. Ah, well... I think uh, we need to start figuring out, uh, I guess, our travel plans and getting out of here and maybe cook a few bits of breakfast and she'll look over towards Pinky uh, to see where he's at. Uh, He is still loudly snoring right now. The rest (laughs) of them are starting to get around, uh, but he he seems to be having a bit of a late start. uh, And the Reaver is starting to make his bed to bed down for the morning. So you get the sense that they're not going to be leaving right away because he needs rest as well. Um, after you you say that a little bit loud, uh, Rickmar, the the uh, gentleman with the well-groomed goatee and a bit of a limp, he moves over to uh, Pinky and just gives him a soft kick. I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. Yep. Uh, bacon, bacon, anyone? Uh, and he rushes over to their fire, uh, stokes the, the coals a little bit, adds a little bit more firewood, uh, and gets ready to start cooking. Uh, if you'd like to, you can go over there and uh, learn a few tips. You don't have to, though. It, what are you trying? Let's start with you, Mirren. What are you doing with this quarter day? Mirren will kind of look sideways at Gunk to check. Uh, and maybe Zaldrin has come over in the night as well. The rapid train-like snoring is quite comfortable at this point in time and kind of like a, a white noise machine, uh, except for the quiet aspect of a noise machine. Well, I guess, yeah, no, no noise machine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and she'll go and kind of like lean in a bit to them and go like, uh, do we want to try to close it and pretend like maybe it was a day a year thing or just let them go down I think uh, we should do as little as possible to make them begin questioning us again Okay. so perhaps we leave sleeping dogs I don't know the phrase it's very strange I don't understand it but anyhow I think maybe we don't do anything and mm. we just try to leave quietly, quickly, mm. maybe. I would like to get back to Ven. Yes. Sooner rather than later. Who? Macho needs a sleep, though, so we're here for, for a bit. No, I can, I can rest as we move. Uh, just let me lead the way. I'll, I'll find solace in the woods. Okay, then... Maybe 
let them find on their own and not be here when they get back out. So no bacon? We can stay for breakfast. We can make sure to eat their food, yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, they will share bacon with you. Um, so you guys don't have to roll for f- uh, food. Go ahead and roll for water, though. Um, while you're uh, getting your breakfast, uh, Wolford, as usual, sits a little bit off to the side because you guys aren't really used to sitting next to him that often. So he doesn't try to sidle up next to any of you. Uh, and Alwyn comes and sits down next to them uh, and they start uh, talking quietly in hushed tones. Uh, if you'd like, you can try to hear what they're saying with an insight check. Um, at this point in time, everybody but Bacho has all of their attributes back, right? Yeah. Uh, after yeah. a rest, you get your attributes back, yes. My wits is pretty good, and I've got two in insight. I could give it a shot. I've got seven dice towards it. Anyone who wants to can. Okay. Uh, it, you're in a somewhat crowded place, uh, and they're talking quietly, but you can absolutely get close enough and try to pick it up. One success for Zaldrin. Uh, I got one success as well, but I'll push it. No successes and some ones, so not pushing it. I am not looking good for my dice rolls today. Pushing only affects skill, right? Uh, Uh, The the skill dice. The other way. Yeah, 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 I'm not going to push. I I got four successes, but I did take one point of wits damage. Okay. Um, Zaldrin. You're picking up little bits of it that basically Alwyn's trying to convince Wofford to stay with them. Uh, you can't quite hear the whole conversation. You can't quite hear what Wofford's saying back. You can tell that he's continuing the conversation. He hasn't said no right away. Bacho, you pick up quite a bit more of it. Um, Wofford hasn't really said anything that contradicts the story you've told he does seem interested in staying with Alwyn and he has mentioned that you all have something of his that he'd have to get back before he would stay with Alwyn Bacho will go up sit next to uh, Wolford oh uh, put a clawed arm across his shoulders yeah. Stick his muzzle in close to his ear. Take a big sniff. Wolford, you proved yourself down there. I was proud of you. What you did won't be forgotten. You earned your place in the pack if you wanted. Uh, you know, that that's probably the nicest thing you ever said to me, and I really do appreciate it. Um. Yeah, so Alwyn here was kind of just talking to me about uh, me possibly staying with them. And, uh, you know, I felt like, you know, Bacho, you're a great guy and everything. And it's not you, it's me. But, like, I feel like we don't quite click all the time, you know? So maybe it would be better if I just uh, traveled with them for a little bit. Your path is your own to choose. No man or being should be a slave of anyone else, not even a human. You have to decide where you're best fit. 
Oh, I'm 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 really glad you said that because um, you know, Mirren, you still have my tablet, and I'd like to get that back. Oh, uh, yeah, I think I have it in my bag. Let me check. I think I took them out when I was looking at the books in the other room really quickly. Uh, and then I should be able to confirm uh, if I left it in there or if it's uh, somewhere else. I think I was hiding them just in case uh, we got ambushed well down below for safety. Let me double check in that room over there. Zaldrin um, and Bacho, with your successful in insight checks, we're going to roll this over. You can see ever so subtly the rest of the fingers they they don't necessarily go into like an aggressive stance but they all do a, a soft check for where their weapons are uh you see rickmar uh kind of loosens his sword in the scabbard a little bit and pinky who's been nothing but nice to you you see a very dark expression come over his face for just a little bit and then he turns back to the bacon uh to, almost to hide his face there. Mirren, you were saying? I'm going to grab a bit of... We had some fires going last night. I'm going to grab a bit of wood that hopefully has yep, remained absolutely. in some of the charcoal there. Uh, and I would like to see if I couldn't make um, some imprints in the other room quickly and then give him his tablet. I like that. Um do you remember what happened the last time you touched the the parchment and the vellum, though? Uh, yes. So I'm hoping maybe there were beds in there, some fabric survives in a way, or anything at all that I could check that room to see if there was a survivability. Yes. Um, that's just, uh, you know, high or low. Let's go high. At 20. Not 20, baby. Yeah, it's high. <laughs> You're not necessarily going to be able to find some fabric or anything like that because it wouldn't leave a very good rubbing. But you think back to where you uh, went through the vellum and the parchment and it caused a lot of spores, but you think possibly since you already disturbed it, you might be able to go to the same spot and find a few scraps uh, and gingerly pull them out to make a quick rubbing. Um, sure, and Mirren will also just make sure to bring like her shirt up above her face as well for absolutely. any part of protection. Absolutely, let's call it a craft. Crafting, yeah, craft sounds right. Okay, thank uh, you. Art. Crafting for me, I need three strengths, two crafting. Uh, what do we think, gang? Should I throw in an audience dice now, or we should save them? Oh, use it. it. Use it. All right, let's keep using these guys. I'm like not you rolling well them, today. You know, for those no, crit no, injuries no, no, that no, I'm going to no, be throwing no, at you no, later. No, 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 no. Uh, okay, so that is one success on the audience dice. Thank you, audience, and uh, two ones, and then uh, a third one. So I don't think I'm going to push it this time, <laughs> but I do okay. get a success. Um. I would say that the more successes you get, the more you're able to copy. Okay. So if you want to push it and take the damage, they're the problem just throwing with, that lure out for you. Yes. The problem with pushing it is I can't re-roll re ones or sixes, right? So that would mean okay. I'd only get to roll two dice. All right. Um, 
So you're not pushing them is what you're deciding. Would you be broken with the ones? No, it would be two on my strength and uh, one would be my crafting, which wouldn't matter. So yeah. Okay. I can take the two hits. I just, I don't use strength very much anyway. Nope. Threes. (laughs) All right. Um, You're a bit frantic uh, trying to do this rushed and you know that it's not the best quality. You still get a good bit copied, maybe a quarter of it. Uh, before the the next piece of parchment you have uh, just kind of disintegrates as you start doing a rubbing. And then you hear some soft footsteps coming and it's Wofford. Uh, Did you find uh, it? Yep, yeah. Just as I thought, remember where I was looking through the bookcase over here? Uh, And here you go. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, Mirren, I, I always felt like we get along, so I hope you don't take this personally, you know, me not traveling. I do a me. bit. Abandonment is a thing with me. Uh, I was actually thinking of creating a little wooden eye for you to replace yours, but that's okay. Hopefully these new friends can. Well, you know, they, all, they already got me a bandage, and, you know, maybe, maybe. I, I appreciate the offer. It's really nice of you. Do... Be careful. As much as there has been friction with you and our packmate, there's something not right about Arwen. The thumb presses down on others sometimes. I, he kind of goes a little dark there. Don't call him the thumb. Why? Why? He might be able to hear you. He doesn't like that name. But that's what they called him. Not to his face. Very well. Are you sure you want to stay with him? Oh, yeah. Alwyn and I, we get along great. We, we get along really well. It'll be fine. I've heard that about people that have punched you in the face before. Yeah, Bacho and I really don't get along. I, I always try to say we do, but, you know. And he... the person in the last town we were at who punched you? Oh, yeah. Uh, Oscar. Uh that was a misunderstanding. He, he didn't actually uh, mean it. And if this tablet belongs to that person we were going to sell it to? Uh, can I tell you something? Sure. So, might have just uh, possibly, um, it might be that I stole that uh, tablet that... Uh, you know, I, from Dustin. And I figured we could sell it back to him. It might be that I figured that out. And also he had no money anymore. So that's why we were. Anyway, uh, I'm sure we will see you around. And don't stay with them if you can get away. Well, Have you know, I, I, I'm. Wilford. Okay. Yeah. You too. And, uh, you know, safe travels and all. You as well. All right. Uh, so you've finished breakfast then. We're getting into the quarter day, but it's not enough yet. You guys have decided to pack it up and leave instead of stay there to train or anything oh, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Under the circumstances, I think that's probably for the best. Let's run away. All right. So let's go into our travel rules then. Uh what roles would you like to take? And are you going to Terran? Is that still the, the place that you are headed to? 
I know you guys like changing it at the last minute on me, so I, I figured <laughs> I should ask. <laughs> no, I think we, I we would, should go. I would argue that a wasn't book. a last minute change. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that Haltus place seemed interesting, and it's it's only just right around the corner. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's uh, talk uh, what roles you'll be taking. Uh, normally, Bacho leads the way. Zaldrin keeps watch. Uh, is that what we're sticking with? Macho, I said you yes. You said you're going to be able to rest while you lead the way now? Yeah, because I've got uh, rank two of Pathfinder. So you're most comfortable in the wilds. Leading the way for a quarter day counts as rest for me. That's such a uh, nice talent to have. <laughs> I have to stop giving you guys so much XP is what I'm hearing. Uh, well, no, I think we just haven't had a chance to spend it yet. <laughs> oh, I should have killed you last session. Okay, yeah, my you bad, had that my chance. Bad. You did have that chance. <laughs> but before we leave the area, because yes. if I recall, the tower was in a lake. It was at the center yes. of Frozen Lake. Can we spend time to smash the ice open a bit and replenish water supplies? Uh, yes. Uh, so we'll get into that in just a second, because right now I haven't actually gotten you guys out in the tower. But uh, from the lake, you'll be able to uh, go to the edge, smash through some ice, probably the same place you were fishing, and replenish water. Uh, go ahead and take the water now so we don't forget the bookkeeping later. But you guys are... Uh, uh, Zaldrin, you said you were going to keep watch, right? Yes. And uh, Gunk and Mirren, did you have anything you were going to do? There's not too much to do while you're moving. I think you're just hiking along. Yeah, I mean, not, yes. we, we can't we can't really do anything else unless we're stuck. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, you make all your preparations. You pack up camp. Uh, you go uh, to the tower, and there are now uh, several ropes uh, climbing down. And while you go to the tower, you notice that uh, Rickmar and uh, Mika follow you, kind of like an escort. Rickmar says, <clears throat> "I'll uh, go up first. Make sure the coast is clear." Uh, and he just starts climbing up the rope. And you said uh, there are how, many, how many ropes are down? There are three down, including the one that you guys kind of crafted uh, with an old rope and blankets. Bacho climbs at the same time because he's not letting yeah. that guy get up there. No worries. Without no worries. Bacho being up there. Yeah, you'll both be able to climb at the same time. You kind of bump into each other a little bit uh, as you go up and you're swinging, uh, but you both get up in time. Uh, and then the rest of you are able to go up at the same time. Mika goes up right after Rickmar. Um, as they're up on the tower, uh, we're going to say, Zaldrin, you're next because you're keeping watch. Uh, you look out, and you look over the edge. You kind of look around. Ven and Cloud are nowhere to be seen right now. And so um, Zaldrin has a whistle. Like a particular, you know, way that she whistles to get Ven's attention. Mm -hmm. And so she's going to look around when she comes up. She's going to look at the tree and make sure that she's looking at the right tree where they're supposed to be. And then realize they're not there. And she's going to, you know, put her fingers in her mouth and, and whistle. And you no definitely see on her face that she is uh, concerned. No check needed for this. Um, you, you look at where Cloud and Ven were left. Uh, and you do the whistle, and each second feels like an eternity here because you're trying to fight off the panic, uh, constantly scanning the tree line. You see movement 
a little bit further south uh, than you left them. Cloud and Ven uh, trot out of the tree line. They're still tied together, uh, but they do actually come out of the tree line further from where they were. Rickmar says, it's a well-trained horse you got there. And Zeldrin is kind of not paying attention because she's just sort of like booking it towards Ven. And so she just sort of over her shoulder, sort of, I, I would expect uh, nothing less from uh, my, uh, from, from, from Ven. And she's well, just going to go up and kind of nuzzle her nose. Bacha would, would like to do an insight check uh, when that, when uh, he made that comment, because he's, Bacho gets, has the feeling that maybe they let our horses go because they wanted to slow us down. Yeah, uh, I think I think Gunk would also be doing something too, but it wouldn't be an insight check; it would be a spell. If that's okay. all right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, go ahead and roll your insight, Bacho. And Gunk, what spell are you casting? I am casting telepathy. Uh, I'm trying to read. Uh, I'm trying to specifically dig deeper. Uh, for memories of the past uh, day or so that were specifically related to the horse. Uh, and it's going to power level two. So I'm going to tap into my uh, the crown. Uh, and it says power level two even more depending how fresh the memory is, but the memory is in the last 24 hours. So uh, I got one success and two ones, but I'm going to push it anyway. I did not I uh, botch my casting, so I'm Good to go. Cool. In me, Bacho. I got two successes, but took two points of wits damage. Okay, Bacho. Um, it's hard to gauge him because you don't know him that well. You haven't actually conversed with him. But when he said that's a well-trained horse, you, you kind of got the sense of maybe like jealousy or envy uh, that he wished he had a horse like that. There wasn't any sense of malice in that he was upset about it or that he was trying to uh make an insult okay. gunk with your spell you start uh digging in you dig deeper for memories you were specifically searching for memories about uh then or how does this actually work any it just says uh digging deeper for memories is harder and requires power level two or even more which i've done depending on how fresh the memory okay. is so it doesn't so, necessarily say what memory is going to come up but you're also getting their surface thoughts uh no surface thoughts are just the simple thing i'm specifically spending the extra extra willpower to bump the power level up to be able to read his memories okay so it's not just surface level thoughts now so I should get, I should get, like, I'm specifically digging for memories of, like, the past 24 hours or so, however long mm -hmm. they've been here uh, when they arrived and stuff. Okay. Uh, real quick, high or low? Uh, high. High. It is high. Um, so first of all, for the actual spell and what you were going for, um, you dig for the memory, and you get the memory of them coming up to the tower. Um, and uh, Ven and Cloud were nowhere to be seen at that time. Uh, so they never saw them. They never interacted with them. You can clearly see through his mind uh, him coming across the lake, uh, climbing up the tower, uh, never messed with the horses whatsoever. You also get a little bit of an extra memory 
something that's more recent, maybe just an hour or two ago, where there was a moment just before breakfast was made where Alwyn came up to him. Don't kill them yet. Tell the others. And then Rickmar went over. Not yet. And then you saw uh, Mika whisper to the sleeping uh, Wolfkin. Not now. And so on until they had each told each other not to do it. Okay. What, who else is, so can you set the scene for me in terms of like, where are we? Who's here? Who's not here? Uh, so that would have been in the main hall uh, with all of you present, no, no, but it no, was no. just like, no, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. like right now yes. I'm trying to decide what to do. And I just want to say the like, four of you are okay. there. Right. Wilford is down below. Rickmar and Mika, the, the orc are there as well. At the top okay. with us. You're at the, the top of the tower right now. Zaldrin just went over the edge because she's trying to meet uh, Cloud and Ven, but she's still like right there at the top. Um, Wait, so th- for what Mirren is doing right now is she's trying to pull back that makeshift rope we had before, um, mm-hmm. and she's wanting to hold on and keep that. Yeah, you can. Keep and that. then she's going to try to steal from them, but that'll come later. So, I'm sorry, I'm trying to. I I completely yeah, misunderstood. Th- so, are we? Are, so, are all of us out of the tower? All four of us. You're- you're on the top of the tower, which is uh, like 10 to 15 feet above the ice right now. So you okay. still you had to climb up to the tower, and then you're going to climb down from there. Uh, Zaldrin has just just started to climb down to the ice. But you are and, outside. You're all up the rope and everything. And who who else is here amongst the group? Like the, the, they're, them. Yeah, the, the guy that they called the vet, uh, who has the goatee and the limp, uh, mm-hmm. and then the orc that they call Twitches. Uh, those are the only two from their group here. Okay. And how many how many uh, audience dice do we have, Melissa? 35. I'm going to burn five for a willpower. And then I'm okay. going to cast telepathy again into Bacho. So Bacho, you'll hear Gunk's voice. Probably a new thing for you because uh, he's just been messing around with it. But he might have laid the groundwork that it's something he's working on. Uh, and you will just hear, they plan to kill us. I'm certain of it. We should uh, do something before why they're separated. Bacho takes a big breath and swings his longsword after hunting Rickmail the vet with all three willpower. All right. Uh, we are going to go into initiative here. Uh, but you'll get your surprise attack. Uh, your ambush uh, is Can what I we'll call it here. Yep. Get some sticky fingers off before. I'm gonna say no because the telepathy didn't go to you to give you the yes the heads up. Um, no, with telepathy, can I communicate back with Gunk, or is it just a one way communication? It, it's one way. It looks like okay. it's I can either I can either dig stuff out of the target or I can put stuff into the target cool, cool, cool. is basically the deal. Cool, cool. All right. Uh, talks amongst yourselves for a few moments as I drag some tokens here. Uh, we're not going to go into like a full fight, uh, but the tokens are here for us to click on. Yeah. Saldron's like, Ven, and she's like <laughs> thinking that she's going to do that, you know, kind of like 
you know, slow run toward each other. And then just suddenly she turned around like, wait, what? <laughs> you hear the sound of swords clanking from the top of the tower. <laughs> and Bacho is not rested yet. No, no, he's fucked up. Traveled. <laughs> he is messed up. But he is a sword fighter too now, so I can hit both of them with one swing. And I get a bunch of dice on this first hit. So, And we have audience dice. Yep. You. Oh, and look at we're just keeping this rope and keeping this rope. Cutting <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah. Yep. And also this rope. And uh, <laughs> maybe I'll just cut this last one over here so nobody can come up and join us. Let them get up halfway, then cut it. Oh, oh I don't want to take that risk. I'm just going to cut all of them. <laughs> Pour a bunch of gasoline down to the tower. <laughs> throw a match. Yes, this is something I definitely have. All right, Bacho. Uh, you are going first with your ambush here. Okay. Um, or sneak attack. Uh, I'm sorry. So it would be opposed roll for sneak we'll say that you you succeed so you get a free action uh slow or fast but not both before you draw initiative your target cannot dodge or parry okay i'm gonna go with my slow action of uh swinging the sword into both of these yahoos i'm just you're trying to hit both of them well i'm sword fighter two now so with one swing i can hit two opponents Rank two, you can slash two enemies with your sword with a single action. Roll separately for the two attacks. So, yeah, I'm hitting them both. And they cannot dodge or parry. All right. Uh, but the uh, first guy, the first guy is the guy I'm hunting. So he gets all, he gets the three extra dice. So I just want to make sure I get all the dice added up right. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. So on the first guy, uh, long sword swings out. Seven damage to the first guy. Seven. Seven. Ooh. All right. All right. All right. Let me make his armor roll here. Second uh, one, it won't be quite as impressive because I don't. I... <clears throat> That's only six going through then. Um, okay. Go ahead and uh, roll for the other one. Okay. I just want to check something. So he's still up though? We haven't gotten there yet. Uh, okay. Let's just do both attacks at the same time. Okay. Oh. oh, not as impressive. All right. I'm going to. Push it to re-roll. Four. Four points of damage. I got a one, but not on an attribute dice and not on my gear dice. All right. Your attack slices through Rickmar, causing a massive... Uh, gash all the way across his chest pierces through his uh, leather uh, it takes it breaks his shield uh, that he had uh, strapped to his back uh, and he falls down and then falls down the tower down below 
that momentum just barely slowed your blade. You hit Mika hard. Her armor just barely catches your sword, and she is up by one point right now. Fantastic. But it is her turn. Uh, no, that's before initiative, so you get yep. to go again, Bacho. So I will take my my fast action to swing my blade around and bring it down on the crown of her head to get that extra die. And since he died, I can switch my hunt over to her, I think. Let me double check that, though. Let me double check that. I may be making that shit up. It sounds like wishful thinking, so I'm going to check. Always good to check the rule books. I was totally going to steal their weapons, by the way. I was definitely, Sorry. even before you did the tele, telepathy, I was I was definitely going to see if I couldn't pick the swords off their belts. Nice. No, I don't I don't get it on this person. So uh, but I will spend the one willpower point that I did just get um to add one die there. So that's still with my sword fighter and the gear die. Uh I'm gonna go ahead and push it. Three points of damage points of damage all right no ones uh, so no willpower she's only got two armor so she can't survive this she rolled two ones anyways uh, go ahead and describe it so just what he says he brings the blade he, so he cuts through the guy he slices her he brings the blade up reverse grips and just puts it point first down through her skull and then kicks her back over the tower all right uh so she will go over the tower, onto the ice, falling, the blood splatters, a bright red on the gray and white ash. He fell back into the tower with the the force of the stroke. I assume the rest of you start pulling up the ropes or cutting them yep, off? Yep, yep. Yeah, Pull them up yeah. if we can. And okay, Bacho looks right. over and he goes, you dare, you dare plot to kill us when you shared our camp? So much for a pack, brother. Echoes a little bit through the tower. You can hear scrambling happening from down below, but you don't see anything because you get that rope up very quick. Uh, yell and pull, yell and pull. <laughs> uh, you go over the side. Uh, there's now no easy way for them to get out of this tower. And you saw that there was a dead body there that looked like it couldn't climb out of the tower. Uh, so you're sentencing possibly that whole group to death along with maybe Wolford, you know, your best buddy that saved your life. I know you're so upset about that. He he decided to <laughs> he just leave the just, pack. Yeah. He had every opportunity to keep going with us. Uh, his friends right. his friends conspired to murder us and he left the pack. So it's a reap you, what you sow situation. So meanwhile, Zaldrin is. was off trying to get Ven and she just turns around and she just kind of yells you back. You see another orc fall from the tower? Did did we get attacked? What just happened? Um, Search the body for goods. Yes, to to the one on the the ground. They were planning to kill us. Closest to you. Yep. I was able to see into the mind of this uh, the one one of the ones that bought you the the Rick Mar one, and uh, the Alwyn figure was telling them to prepare to kill us. 
And Zaldrin is just going to hold her hands over her head and just sort of look at you and say, "Have you have not been inside my head, have you? No, I would never take something from the three of you without your permission. That is my, definitely a new ability. Yeah, and then she looks at you again. As you're like sliding down the yeah. rope down the, the other side of the tower, uh, the group is frantically trying to uh, move across, uh, quickly searching uh, Mika's body, Mirren. I know you wanted to do that. Uh, you find, let me roll for what she has here because I didn't roll it ahead of time. Uh, here, Gunk, I got a rubbing of Woford's tablet, but I still have the two we uh, kept from the last dungeon, so at least we have Excellent. those. I'm very graced. I, I had a epiphany recently, I thought. And okay. We, I, when, when you search through her bags, and you find a bronze statuette. Uh, it appears to be a robed figure of some sort, relatively simple, but it's definitely worth at least a few copper. Um, nothing else much of value. Some robe, robes, a dagger, and a staff if you want to take those. Um, I will take the dagger. Uh, staff? Anybody? Staff? Gunk? Uh, Do you want another staff? I have two already, so <laughs> unless this one's particularly special, uh, and the other one's got like a crystal on it and everything, so... That, that's fair that's fair uh okay uh throw it into the ice hole uh dagger uh Whoa, the story to be rude Miriam. come on now um, oh, i don't know ice hole. sorry i heard something yes different. Uh, oh yeah i can understand the mistake of course of course uh look we got a bronze statue at this nice. point you can hear yells coming from the bottom of this tower um uh Loud howl uh, bellows out and echoes through. Uh, you take everything you can. You got two extra ropes on top of the one that you took that was your own. Um, I'm, you, just put, I'm putting all that in our on our party sheet, the two extra ropes and the bronze statue. I totally can't carry most of that stuff. <laughs> uh, you quickly break through the ice at the edge of the lake to refill your water skin. Zaldrin, you go up and uh, find Ven and Cloud. Uh, mostly unharmed it looks like there were some uh claw uh marks on ven uh it's superficial it's definitely something that you'll want to clean and bandage if you can at some point but right now she seems fine to ride uh, it looks as if she was attacked by something oh goodness this is why and she'll just kind of pat her on the head this is why we, i never tie you to a trace you can always run away from danger Good, good looking out for Cloud. And she kind of does a, a neck turn that you've taken to mean as she's proud of herself. Like she did the right thing. Uh, climbing on the horse, uh, everyone just running, uh, walking. I assume you're trying to double time at least away from the tower. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyone else riding Cloud? Mirror hops to, onto Cloud. Two two, I, I will. Yeah, I'll definitely try to like scramble up, grab the reins, and like expect Gunk to come up behind me. Okay. All right. And Bacho will move off, you know, because he's going to be leading the way. So he's moving off to scout the way towards the town. Oh, I'm muted. Uh, 
that was brutal Pacho. <laughs> nicely done um so let's get our lead the way roll um as you guys are going it's very cold and there is a light rain happening so as the ash is falling it's kind of wet and it sticks and clings to you and it kind of like creates an instant ash puddle as soon as it touches you uh and it's also very very cold okay for the lead the way and uh, you have a minus one to lead the way because of the rain too i'm sorry I will re-roll it. Um, every PC without adequate protection against the cold must make an endurance roll every quarter day not to become cold as well. So after he does his lead the way, we'll do those endurance rolls. I got one six on my lead the way. Okay. Uh, that is enough. And I do have a great furs, and I keep forgetting about that. So when I make my endurance check, I get bonus two dice i can't i've got to stop forgetting that <laughs> if you have the great fur then you have adequate protection okay okay yeah yeah uh, so anyone who doesn't have furs or a blanket uh has to make the endurance check i have warm blooded i did the cold check in the water and i did uh not do the cold check so i'm on a not cold check one yeah warm blooded uh rank one right you roll yes. half as often as normal to avoid becoming cold so you don't have to roll yes. right now uh gunk how about you gunk does have a blanket do you want him to roll or do you want him a to blanket will be fine uh okay. you just like have it wrapped around you as you're on the horse He's so all of you have adequate rat. protection right now yes don't it's still cold it's still wet it's still miserable you're going at a faster pace than you normally do just because of the adrenaline of trying to get away after you get a little bit further, you realize you can slow it down. They're not going to be able to get it out of that tower anytime soon. Uh, so you don't have to worry about someone following you this instant. You hope. But you might be looking over your shoulder for a while. It's okay. There's only three of them now. We'll just take them out one at a time. Yeah, part of Four, me was thinking we rest. Wolford's the first to go. Part of me is we're thinking we rest <laughs> and we go back and finish the job. Part of <laughs> not far off that. on that. <laughs> I'm not far Wait, we'll just lay an ambush, and as soon as they come up the tower and they start climbing down, just take pick them off one at a time. Yeah, exactly. That's not a bad idea. Are you doing that, or are you going to Terran? We should probably go to Terran for now. Yeah, is that consensus? Gunk no, you guys wanna... are tempted. No, Gunk, All Gunk right. never. Gunk was always going to suggest this, but if people were moving on, it was fine. Uh, but. The idea of having them chase after us, especially since they have knowledge that we were kind of in there screwing around as well. And so, yeah, that's yeah, a. That's fair. That's a, could uh, be easily convinced that, be that um, laying in wait is the smart idea. You should never let a predator who has your scent live to take it back to the pack. So. Practically speaking, uh, laying in wait is an option. You'll be out in the elements, out in the cold if you do this. Um, and you don't know how long it will take them to get out of the tower. If you guys go back in the tower, that's something else. But, you know, they might actually starve in there for all you know. They're adventurers. They'll probably find a way out. But how long it'll take, you don't know. What we could also do is we could uh, wait a day or so. 
we could drop a rope and then we could change our voices and be like, hello down there. <laughs> uh, anyone down there? We're about to come look. And then as they come up, we kill them one by one. I, I mean, if we uh, ambushing is fine. I'm quite good at ranged fighting. I now I can now throw a spear. Now that you gave me a spear to throw, so yes, Zaldrin sort of turns Ven around. Sorry, girl, you're not going to be able to do a ride just yet. Well, we could go to the edge of the lake, get, you know, get some firewood, get enough materials to make like a lean-to, and then just kind of camp at the base of the tower for a while. We can fish. We've got water. You know, if they don't come out within a couple of days, they would the cold and the and hunger would start to uh, affect their abilities. And if we had to stay there for a week, I mean, they'd be dead by then. We uh, should also, if we're going to do this, we should take a closer look at the base of the tower, circle around very carefully to ensure there are no alternative ways out. Do a good scout. And pull some more fish up. Oh, I'm muting myself. Um, I'm not trying to talk you guys out of this, so don't take this that way. But one other thing to remember is that night is very dangerous if you're outside of walls or a settlement. So multiple days is pushing the risk. Uh, I'm going to be rolling randomly, so you might be able to be just fine. But uh, there is a chance that you could have something very dangerous come up on you. There is something that did attack Ben up here. That could come back for us. And I do need to get my sword repaired. Perhaps we make for town and we just keep an eye on our back trail. Oh, Bacho, is your sword uh, a little damaged? I can have a good look at it if we can get some a moment in a camp at some point. No, that would be greatly appreciated, Mirren. It's taken a few dings. Of course, uh, for the pack, as you say. For the pack. Except for Wolford, who is a traitor. Yeah, the abandonment for sure. Yeah, we can kill him next time. <laughs> so uh, real quick, let's take a vote and decide what we're doing. Uh, we'll go through each of you. Vote to stay or vote to go to Taryn. Bacho. Taryn. Let's go to Taryn. Mirren? I lean to Taryn, can be persuaded to ambush. Zaldrin. Zaldrin would like to wait for a day to try to ambush them. Gunk. Gunk is ambush city, man. He's, he, let's just he do doesn't... it. Let's ambush him. All right. Sure. Let's ambush them. All right. Part of it's not trusting them, but part of it's also not <laughs> trusting a certain figure who might control them and have them pop <laughs> up. At the... Yeah. <laughs> we should tie up about? this loose end. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's fair. It would be stuff on them. You know, we don't nice to get that. the tablet back if we're going to be using mm-hmm. them. All we right. could always also go to the top of the tower and Miran could just shoot them like fish in a barrel. I certainly right. can. Only if they're in that room. Uh, if they're oh, in the true. hall, you would not be able to see them. That's true. Well, the top of the tower would probably be a pretty safe place to camp if we can get some firewood. That That's definitely an option. You wouldn't necessarily be able to start a fire on that wooden floor, though. It, it was pretty true. rickety. And we wouldn't be able to protect the horses or true. fish easily. All right, so go ahead and describe how you're uh, trying to set up camp, like what strategy you're going for here. Walk me through it. 
I do think we should have one person at the top of the tower keeping an eye in case they do manage to get a rope over or something. Yes. Preferably somebody who could shoot them, yes. Uh, so, we did leave one rope over the other side of the tower, so I can climb back up there and uh, yep. watch. Uh, and also, before we camp, I do think we should do a very thorough search of mm-hmm. the tower before we do yeah. anything else. Uh, yeah. I mean, literally, before we do anything else, I think we should search yep. to ensure there's no other ways out. Fair enough. Okay. Um, so let's call the, the search of the tower scouting. Do you want us all to roll, or do you want to see if like one person rolls? One person side? rolls, and if multiple people are helping scout, then that person gets a bonus die for each person help. Person, helping. I will help. Uh, okay. Whoever wants I'm to, I'm pretty roll good it. with scouting. I can okay. help. I'll help Zolf out then. I can also help. All right, My scouting so is you get plus scouting is solid. All right, Melissa, well, don't s- roll like you've been rolling in other games. Okay? Right? <laughs> There's always an audience dice. I. Sure. She'll Holy crap. one on that too. I trust me. She's so many dice right she's now. She's in a rut right now. We could just, just <laughs> as many as possible. So I have three um attribute dice and six skill dice. Nice. So I'm gonna just leave it there. Seven ones. <laughs> That's just mean. Uh, that is three sixes. All right. That's, that's good. There are four of you searching. Uh, you're feeling very confident, uh, going around this tower. It's an old tower. However, the stone is holding together. Well, it doesn't look like it's going to crumble anytime soon. Uh, you kind of start brushing away a lot of this ice, uh, ash on top of the ice, uh, it's very slick and slippery right now with the rain coming down. Uh, but you're uh, doing your best to like look through, trying to see how much you can see. Uh, if, if there's any sort of roof that would come through the ice anywhere close. As far as you can tell, the tower is the only way out. And you feel very confident about that. This is the choke point here. This is either they stay there and perish or they find a way up here and we perish them. Uh, so go ahead and walk me through. You want to set up camp uh, in the woods nearby. Uh, and that is a little bit of a hike. Uh, you know, it, it takes a couple minutes to go from the tree line to the tower. I think we were actually going to set up right there at the base of the tower. At the base? Okay. Yeah, that's going to be very cold. You're on ice and you have rain coming down. Even if you start a fire, it'd be very difficult to stay warm there. I think what we'll do is we'll go to the tree line. We'll bring logs across, small logs, and we'll basically build a platform on the ice. And then we will lay down leaves and build a lean-to over it. We're making a hope. Uh, you know, we're, we're just going to be a nice. We're making a blind. Say Lance family. The exact same thing as Aaron, like that, like word for word. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I was uh, definitely going to add. You know, there's a wooden uh, floor up there that our lovely GM reminded me of. We mm-hmm. could uh, burn that and make it all the more difficult for them to to use it to climb back up. That's true. And also, we would get a nice little bit of warmth, maybe light at least. 
I don't then think wait, I've fully wait, expressed wait. how cold it is to sleep on ice. <laughs> um, I get what you're saying, and I, I don't necessarily have a fault in it, but it would still be very cold. And you can build up a shelter that'll block just wind and things like that. I have done Arctic warfare training. Now, Bacho <laughs> might not have, but I have. <laughs> Igloos exist. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, let's do a we crafting do, roll for- why don't we do what? the Mirren Mirren's up on the tower keeping an eye on things and we are a short distance as short a distance as we possibly can away on the shore because we do want to keep an eye on the horses and all that kind of stuff too uh, and if we did camp because I don't think we were, we, were, we were I think we were worried about bringing the horses on the ice as well so yeah, true. we stay on the shore Mirren's up there she's ready to go you know, about, we have one person at the base of the tower, and then we just alternate. That way, we've got yeah. one fight, either Zaldrin or 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 Bacho at the base of the tower, yeah. to support Mirren if she calls for help. And then for uh, sure, good plan, good plan. Uh, so let's do a crafting roll for like the the basic shelter that you're building. Uh, it won't take much; it'll just need one success. Um, I have two crafting, but only one strength right now. Can Does we assist her? Sounds bitters? like you have more crafting than anyone else. Yeah, can we? <laughs> I yeah, don't craft. No crafting. I scavenge, so yeah, that's not my <laughs> thing. Can, if you guys can all give me a hand, it might help a little. That's fine. I'm deceptively ripped. I can I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for you. Look how strong you are. God. Oh, look at this muscle. Oh, yeah, look at that. Uh, <laughs> tell me where to hold something, and I can follow instructions. Zaldrin, uh, you're the best. Uh all right, I'm going to assume that I have three dice from my companions, uh, two from crafting, and one from my right. wilted strength. I'm going to push that roll. Uh, no ones, just fours and threes. Yeah. Ah, there we go. All right, so we've got one six, no ones. Okay. Uh, so that is a success. You you build a basic lean-to uh, using uh, you know a lot of trees and brush for cover, that kind of thing. Um, so you're going to be mostly out of the elements. Mirren, you wanted to jump up on top of the tower. Did you actually want to pull floorboards and like start chopping away at... Like, if you have an axe, you can definitely start chopping through this wood. It's, it's old and mostly rotten. I already told you that it, you almost don't even trust your own weight to it. So it's not going to be hard to, to break into pieces. Would there still be a platform up there for Mirren to stand on, though, and look The down? more you take off, the less less secure it'll be. But you you could sort of keep one. Well, I don't have an axe, but I have this spare dagger from Magically that appeared at the bottom of the tower for me. So I can, uh, you know... Dagger's just... going to be a little bit more difficult to start chopping through wood. Uh, well, then maybe I just want to make it so that it's uh, got little bits of wood sticking up all over the place and perhaps someone can lend me a torch. And if it doesn't look great down there, I'll just drop that and climb down the tower. Fair enough. Uh, go ahead and whoever's lending her the torch, go ahead and roll for the torch now. I'll do it. Thank you. I'm out of right. torches. Oh, sorry. I'll do it. On, I'll do it here. All right. Uh, so we have our basic plan. Uh, Mirren's going to stay up top. The three of you are going to alternate down below the tower, the tower while the other two stay in the lane too. And you want to wait at least a day, right? Yep. Yep. And Bacho is going to take this first quarter day after we get everything set up to actually rest since we haven't, okay. uh, 
since he didn't actually have to lead the way and go anywhere. So he needs to, he needs to heal up a little bit. Uh, Mirren up on the tower, you can definitely hear them moving about. You can't, uh, get anything specific. It's all an echo. Uh, so it's a very muddled sound, but you can hear them down there. You hear the occasional roar of the reaver, uh, letting out a howl of anger. Um, I'd be listening for two specific sounds. The first sound I'd be listening to would be anybody actually entering the tower below me. I would care then. The other sound would be the sound of bodies going into a watered staircase. Okay. Um, The watered staircase, you wouldn't really be able to hear because there is the fountain that's still pouring out water and it creates that echoing uh, water in a cavern sound. So if someone actually went through there, there'd be no way to tell. uh, It it wouldn't break up the sound enough for you to really hear that. Uh, The movement by the tower would be much easier to hear. Um, So let's go ahead and get an insight from you. Uh, That is a two, a five, and a three. So I'm just going to run a quick push. Uh, There we go. A six, a three, a three. One success. Okay. Before we get to that, the rest of you, um, who's taking the first shift under the tower? Uh, Bacho needs the rest. So, yeah, okay. I was going to say either you or I, Zaldrin. That's fine. Zaldrin. What are you doing as you're huddled against the side of this very cold stone? Uh, there's constant rain coming down. Uh, the wind isn't extremely strong, but there's no real cover or protection from it. So you're cold. Uh, I, I'm not asking you to make an endurance check right now, but it's it's uncomfortable here. So how are you passing this time? Uh, so one of the things that, um, just from a, a character perspective, um, I spent some uh, XP to uh, level up Spearfighter. So basically that's how she's trying to keep warm is that she's just, um, you know, a a bit sort of like Bacho was the previous night while the rest of us were sleeping. Uh, She's just out there um, just practicing with her spear, just, you Mm -hmm. know, kind of going through different movements. And uh, she also leveled up Path of Protection um, where she can kind of trade places with an ally during a fight. And so she's doing these sort of weird movements where she's trying to sort of like quickly go from one place to another and, you know, kind of stab. And so she probably looks very awkward while she's doing all of this sort of practice of this weird uh, spear movements. Babacho and Gunk would be around you enough to know what the training looks like. Uh, at practicing the footwork, uh, practicing holding the spear in the right place, uh, the a specific order of the moves that you go through, uh, stab high, stab low, swing. There's probably a moment or two as well, uh, maybe sometime after you uh, switch shifts, uh, where you get close to the edge where you've broken up a little bit of the ice. You might even be able to just stab down and try to practice on fish and things like that. Uh, Go ahead and make a... A melee check for me. 
I can't do that. Uh, let's see. So three and That's a bunch of dice. Where'd the other one go? None of number sixes, so I will push. Uh, two sixes. Two sixes. So let's go ahead and say that you get two unit of fish uh, from spear fishing like this. Sweet. Uh, as you're practicing with the spear, it still needs to be cooked. Uh, so right now, if you ate it raw, it would just uh pass for a day instead of adding a die uh but you can uh stack it up and it'll it'll keep in this cold uh gunk zaldrin has the first shift uh bacho is uh sleeping snoring next to you uh you're in the lean to with a cloud and ven nearby what does this look like for you so the body of was it Mika? Uh, is that accessible? I'm sorry, but sorry, readers. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, we have gone completely off the rails, uh, and it's exactly as Forbidden Land should be. Uh, so you could say that we're on the rails in a way. Gunk, welcome, welcome. Uh, the body for Mika is very much accessible. Uh, you could okay. say that you even dragged it into the woods with you. I think I would have, and I think uh, at some point I probably would have we spoken with Mirren about seeing the tablets as well. And so while Pacho is sleeping, um, while Zaldrin is at her, her camp on the other side and Mirren is looking, he will kind of sit down. Uh, he will have in front of him the body of Mika. He will have some like crumbled, ruffled, like rotten mold from from old old like rations and things that uh, weren't ever eaten. He'll have maybe like a half-eaten fish and he'll have like the tablet out as well. And he'll just be sitting there reading the tablet and then he'll sort of, you know, kind of poke and prod at like the fingers of Mika, kind of lift the arm up, drop it, pull the eyes back a bit. Then he'll kind of move over towards the, uh, towards the, uh, the, the, the crumbled up kind of fungus in, in, in kind of rotten plants and, He'll pick that up. He'll whiff, whiff, you know, take a whiff of it. Maybe take a little nibble, spit it out, kind of smother it on like her hand a little bit. Then he'll kind of read more from the tablet, and then he'll move over to the half-eaten fish. Then he'll kind of kind of touch it for a second, and like he'll kind of almost freak out as it like starts to move, which is insane because you can see the spine of the thing coming out of it. So it's just like the front, the small face that we did not eat, just suddenly moves, and he'll like but a very wide and very somewhat dark looking smile and will come over his face at this point as he feels like he has sort of, he's figured something out and he will, uh, he will go, oh, oh, so that is, and then if I do this and then he'll kind of, kind of reach over and like very crudely just try to like tear, stab like in like the, the hand of, uh, of Mika and just sort of kind of start messing around then with the, the finger as well. Sort of like like rubbing some of the that weird paste that he's created and just seeing if it twitches. And for a while it's not. And so he's constantly going back, looking at it, going back, looking at it, going back at the tablet. 
and finally it'll twitch. And then that'll probably be the end of his scene as he feels like he's, he's figuring some things out. Yeah. And as you're using these tablets for reference, um, as you know, from reading these tablets, it feels like the runes on them shift and change. And it takes some serious study to even decipher a basic word. But as you're going through making this paste, uh, dissecting parts of her body, the runes almost line up perfectly in the shape of like a finger bone. And it's not like it's a specific shape, but you can just see like with the space, with the kerning, you know, you can just see how it, maybe the tablet is happy that you're doing this. Maybe it's feeding off some of the energy. Maybe it's guiding you. There's something symbiotic happening here as you are trying to literally tamper with the power of life and death. And he's like kind of bouncing like with excitement at this. And I feel like once or twice, he'll look over towards Bacho to make sure Bacho's still sleeping. <laughs> and then he kind of looks over to make sure Zaldrin's not looking. And then maybe he'll like scurry out, look around, find like a, like a bug or some easily accessible animal, something very small or something that, you know, it isn't too difficult to catch. And he'll bring it back to the tablet and he'll just put it on the tablet and he'll just sort of like smash, like just kill it, like just grind it into the tablet and see if anything happens and just sort of like wait, like very excited at this. Uh, let's call this a lore check. Okay, I can do lore. Yeah, so you, you go out and uh, you're looking for any sort of animal. It's hard because most of them have gone to ground from the movement sure. of you building a shelter uh, in the rain and everything. But then you notice a bird's nest and you scurry up a tree real quick and you see that there are three perfect eggs in there. And I got four successes, by the way. Four successes. Perfect. Nice. You, you grab these eggs knowing that, you know, there's still life force in that. Uh, and one by one, you, you scurry back down. You, you tap a little bit. You, you feel a little shake. They feel heavier. Uh, they might be in a little bit of a later stage. You smash them one by one. You see the tiny little uh, almost baby bird. Uh, you feel some tiny little bones crunch underneath as you smash it into the tablet. Four successes. Mm -hmm. You are hit with a wave of not necessarily arcane energy, but of it's almost like you've tapped into the skeins of fate, the actual threads of life. And it's so overpowering that you are literally knocked back and knocked out. You fall unconscious. Um, Zaldrin, you're probably far enough away trying to huddle that you don't actually see this because you're practicing and everything. Uh, Bacho, you're sleeping, so you wouldn't see this either. Gunk, you kind of like fly backwards almost from the energy of this, like 
there's no light or even an explosion, but something just hits you. You go flying back into this lean-to. And you start dreaming. And at first you're in like a cosmic sea. You're, you feel like you're underwater, but you can breathe fine. And it's just darkness, but there is light. You can see everything. And as you you decide to just start swimming uh, and you start swimming at almost unimaginable speeds. And you don't know how you know you're going so fast because there's nothing around you for frame of reference, but you can feel the speed of you swimming here. And then something comes up alongside you. It first, you think it's like a sea serpent or a, a massive snake, but then you, you get up ahead of it and you see that its maw is circular with teeth in concentric circles. This is just like the worms that you saw in that Skraling Warren, but on a massive scale. This thing, it, it's longer than uh, like the length of a city wall. It just continues on and on and on. It's so its mouth is so wide that it looks like it could devour a great hall in one bite. And as you got in front of it, you realize suddenly you can't swim faster than it. And it's coming right at you. And you find yourself trying to swim away. And these teeth begin to surround you. They're all around you. No matter which way you look, you just see teeth now. You continue just trying to get out and you fall further behind into the belly of this beast. And there's just teeth. They continue on entirely down. You feel like you must be in its stomach now. There's still teeth. And eventually, you're, you're tired. You're exhausted, trying to keep going. And the beast turns. You didn't realize that it was going to turn. But the shockwave of it just sends you flying into the side of the teeth. You feel your bones break, crunch. The teeth gouge you and slash at you. And everything goes dark. Bacho, what are you dreaming about? Bacho's having, for the first time in a while, what he would consider a good dream. He's dreaming about one of his first hunts. You know, he's he's out, he's out on the snow, out on the glacier with, with a couple of his older tribe cousins, and uh, they're loping along, following the trail of a great white bear because you know they know it's going to lead them somewhere interesting. And they finally come across this great uh, seal out of the water. And uh, Bacho remembers launching himself onto its back and digging his claws in and his muzzle into its back as the others pin it with their spears. And that was his first kill, the first stripes he got of within his tribe. You wake up feeling refreshed. You, you feel happy. Yeah. The, the, you can almost taste the blood of that kill that you were remembering, uh, hearkening back to better days. You look across uh, this icy lake. Uh, you see Zaldrin still practicing. You look into the lean-to next to you, and you realize that half of the lean-to is collapsed. And you just see two little rat feet 
underneath uh, where this lean-to has fallen. It, it's not a heavy lean-to. It's not like it would have hurt him. But he's underneath there, and he's obviously unconscious because it fell on top of him. So Bacha will throw the top of the lean-to up and, and grab a hold of Gunk. And first he's sniffing and, and listening for the sound of, uh, of his little rat heart. He looks very injured. He has gashes. Uh, he feels limp as you pick him up, but his heart ever so faintly is still going. Uh, he bundles. Uh, so Bacho bundles gunk up in a, in a heavy blanket and, and runs across the ice towards the tower. And as you get close, as he gets close to the base of the tower, you can hear him howl, Mirren. He's like, Mirren, I'm coming Bacho. up. Okay, what's up? Uh, yes, please. Do you need me to come down? Or we, yeah, come up, come up. Gunk, cl- as you're wrapped up and being carried, the, the force of uh, him running with you is jostling you, and that brings you to consciousness. Uh, you are down to one strength right now. But what are you doing? Uh, cursing the GM uh, for baiting me into this. Uh, but other than that, uh, he's sick. Teeth. <gasps> teeth. So much teeth. Teeth. Uh, it's all right, brother. I'm taking you to Mira and she can help. What, what attacked you while I slept? I should never have slept. No, 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 no. No, it 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 is fine. It was um, it was just a storm. There is nothing Bacho can do to a storm, can he? No, it is fine. Uh, I'm fine. It, I will be okay. I will be fine. And he'll like, you know, he's a little. He's being a little shady about it, but uh, but yeah, I, 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 I am. I am fine. I'm. I can walk. I can walk. You do not need to care. I can. I can walk. I am. I am okay. I am okay. Bacho does not put him down. He continues to run out the eyes. <laughs> and Zaldrin just sees them going by. And it's just like, what? What? He's good, injured, good Zaldrin. Good morning. He's Gunk has been injured. I he, he must be healed. What? The, I, I saw no, no one was attacked. It was the, the storm. What? Like the rain? Gunk, did you get hailed on? Uh, yes, it was hail. Very large chunks. They came. Uh, I got up in the night to uh, uh, relieve myself. Uh, and when I returned, uh, a hailstorm, very localized uh, along the coast of the lake. Uh, I had imagined it probably did not reach. And, and then it uh, and then it, it bounced off of the trees uh, and the branches fell as well. That must have been it. All right. We're going to pause right there. And we're going to rewind a little bit because, you know, like any great film director, I like jumping around in time. You know, uh, you can just call me Tarantino. It's fine. Um, they said a we're going to go film back. Director. <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. I like Tarantino. I just don't know why. I'm, <laughs> I'm not a huge uh, Tarantino stand, so I, I'm not going to be offended by that. I like him. But anyways, uh, Mirren, uh, before you hear Bacho howling, uh, you checked to hear if anyone came to that door. And it's a long while, but eventually someone does. You hear some very soft, almost tentative footsteps. And you hear Wilford call out. 
Anyone up there? I don't respond, but I, I slink into the shadows a little bit. I make sure my torch is pointed more towards the ice than towards the bottom of the tower. Uh, I try to be stealthy and I wait to see what happens. Is going to be straight agility. Uh, That is five agility and eh, you know what? Audience dice. It, it, I haven't been rolling well. Got it. Thank you. Uh, that is two ones and a bunch of threes. So I'm going to re, I'm going to push it. Uh, there we go. I've got two sixes now and two ones, but I'll take that on the, on the agility. You are just banking willpower tonight. Yeah, I'm going to be able to dodge a lot of the stuff that Stephen <laughs> is going to throw at me again. Uh, to be fair, I dodged a lot until I ran out. All right, so how many successes was that, two? Two. All right. Uh, you hear, after a moment or two, I'm really sorry I left y'all. I, I kind of feel bad about it now. I... <laughs> Really sucks being down here by myself. Insight, I uh, yes, insight Go to ahead. see if he's like lying about being alone. I'll just do. This is not my good one either. That is one six and two ones, so I'm not pushing that one. Okay. Um, you don't get the sense that he's necessarily lying as much as just like being a little melodramatic you know when he says by himself he means not with the group mm-hmm. your group okay but not necessarily not with the other group alone right. in a crowd kind of alone. yeah 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 you you've spent enough time with woford that you know he can be a little uh dramatic at times well don't <laughs> respond Without the rest of the group there to kind of watch Mirin, her demeanor is significantly less cheerful. And she is kind of breathing and feeling out in uh, to see if she can sense uh, Isla around as well. But more or less, she's she's quiet and she's focused only on this moment. Wolford moves into the tower. You don't get the sense that he knows you're there. Uh, He's not specifically like looking up uh, at a specific spot. Uh, And he just kind of kicks the dirt a little bit, kicks a few uh, pieces of rubble. And then he finds a a decent enough spot to sit. And he just kind of like puts his back against the wall and just kind of slumps down. And he starts singing a song to himself. And it's one that you've heard him sing before again, when he was in a more melancholic mood. Um, it, it's about a, a family that um, used to live on a farm and they tried as hard as they could, but they just couldn't make ends meet. And a noble came and evicted them as tenants. And the the story is now that him like being the storyteller he came across this empty house and is imagining all the things that could have happened if that family was able to continue living there and continue being happy uh it's one of his go-to sad songs 
And he just continues on like that for a little bit. Is Bacho Gunk up to the top of the tower? This is back in time. Bacho, you would still be sleeping. Gunk, you would still be uh, messing around with uh, your corpses. Where's the tone to how you said that? That's it, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mirin uh, told him straight up she had abandonment problems. He's gone and done it. It doesn't matter. He can be as melancholy as he wants. She is but stone. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, So he continues singing a little bit. Um, Time goes on. He just kind of falls into a silence. After a little bit, you think you might hear a sob or two, but it's soft. Uh, And then enough time passes that you hear Bacho begin yelling, Mirren, Mirren, and we'll cut back to uh, gunk your conscious uh, Zaldrin asked if you were being hailed on uh, Bacho's calling for Mirren what's going on Bacho would climb to the top of the tower so Mirren can take a look at gunk yes quickly put him down here uh, what hurts what's going on gunk did you I hail? am fine I am, it was just uh, you know hailed branches the lean tool fell over. It is all just it is bad accident. It is fine. I'll I, I crafted fine. that quite well, I thought. Right. I was surprised at how well it stood up with such a fierce amount of uh precipitation uh mm-hmm. falling from uh the sky, as uh, is the place where precipitation comes from, uh and the branches yes. uh, that fell as well uh on top of it in the wind. You're adding a lot winds. of unnecessary details to this. What? <laughs> Oh, I I thought you wanted. Uh, I thought more information uh, was helpful. I apologize. I, it's actually a a really common technique when somebody's t- telling a tall tale. I I do at least know tall tales. Is that a short joke? That is strange because you also are short. I don't. I, know uh, we why. are both the shortest here, and I'm afraid uh, you are now trying to dodge. There's uh, there's nothing you evade. can do about healing the height <laughs> issue, right? We can't get taller, right? You have no skills. Uh, not without an incredibly so painful did you hear surgery. Anything? You hear anything uh, from from below? down below? Yeah, well, you hear echoing up the tunnel. Gunk, are you okay? Did you get hurt? Buddy, uh, are you all right? I'm no, I'm cool. Oh, shoot. Darn it. Uh, <laughs> um, so he'll peek over. Uh, and does he see Woford out of curiosity? Uh, you'll be able to see Woford. Uh, he's not necessarily near the door. You can't really see the door outside of the tower uh, that leads to the main hall. I mean, from uh, up above, it's just too much of an angle. But as far as you can tell, there's no light coming through there. So you would guess that it's closed. Hey, buddy, where's the rest of your friends? Uh, they they went down below. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense, I suppose. They went down. I didn't tell them anything. I didn't tell them anything. Right. You still have the... Go ahead. Go ahead, No, you got it. Uh, How long uh, have they been gone? Uh, a while. A while. Like all night? Or like... No, 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 not all night. Maybe like an hour. Okay. Have you heard screams? I, I have the tablet, and he, he reaches into his bag and pulls out the tablet. I have the tablet still. Oh. Exchange tablet for Wilfred Freedom? How do we feel? Uh, Well, Gunk will 
Gunk will, as he's talking to him, he's going to tap in to, uh, I'm going to need, uh, let's see, is it a new, is a new day, right? We just had our rest, right? Uh, Bacho had his rest, a new day from what? Like, new day, uh, like, like it's I'm been just, a quarter day, basically. Well, yeah, right, so, I'm trying to remember the, the thing I have, the helmet, which is not on my sheet again, for some reason. Yes, uh, you still have the willpower from your helmet. The last time you used that was the previous day. Okay, uh, so... I will tap into that and uh, five points from the audience to once more cast telepathy and dig into the memory. Uh, I'm bypassing this whole insight thing. I want to see the memories he's had since we've last spoke, especially as it relates to how he's interacted with his new friends, the cool kids. (laughs) Bloody cool Uh, kids. Go ahead and roll to see if he botch it. Oh, right, yes. Okay. Uh, no, it's a three. I'm good. Yeah. All right. Uh, you start digging through his memories there. Oh, actually, and wait, I have to roll a yeah. second. I'm sorry. Uh, five on a second. Yeah, I rolled two because I spent two willpower. Okay. Uh, you start digging through his memories. Uh, you dig back. It doesn't have to go very far back in his memory, where you see Alwyn straight up punch him. Uh just completely decks him. Uh, he falls to the ground. You can see, like, you're looking through his eyes right now. He holds his hands up to his eye, and one hand comes down bloody uh, from where he lost his eye. The other one is covered in tears. Uh, and you see Alwyn and the Reaver and uh, Pinky uh, go down the stairs in- into the, the flooded room below. Uh, so Gunkel will relay that in hushed whispers so that Wilford can't hear. Yeah. The you know how they they beat him. They did not take him with him. <clears throat> Bacho growls deep in his chest and then he looks over he's like when the rope comes down tie it around yourself and we'll pull you out. If you make a sound or call for your old friends I'll cut the rope. Oh, no, I would never do that. You're going to be so happy you did this. I swear I won't let you down. And we expect the tablet is ours in this exchange. Well, I mean, I can still hold on to it for you. Yeah, it's yours. No. It's yours. It's yours. Yes. Uh, the rope goes down. He ties it around himself. Uh, he doesn't make a peep. And Bacho muscles him up. Oh, you Bacho. When he gets so a, you he do says, something new he, with your fur? Goes, it looks great. And he grabs both sides of, of Wofford's head and he puts his muzz, his nose right up against his nose. And he looks in his one eye and he's like, you live because I named you Pack. Don't betray me again. And then he lets go. I, I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to betray you. I just thought you'd be more comfortable if, you know, you know, like sometimes people get sick of me. So I thought I'd just go with them for a little bit and then I'd meet you up later. It wasn't betrayal, I swear. I didn't Don't worry, Wilford, don't worry. I hate you, but you're part of the pack. So that means you're protected. You really do need to make some better life decisions, honestly. Okay, yeah, uh, I, I'll do that. I, I, I'm turning over a new leaf right Wilford. now. Wilford, Wilford, come here, come here, come down here, come here, come here. He'll smack him ever so slightly on his cheek. Like, oh, I thought that was going to be so much harder. No, okay. no, no. I don't want to hurt you. If I wanted to hurt you, I would melt your mind. However, 
Aldwin and uh, and uh, the the Pinky and the other one. Uh, they are now your enemies because they are our enemies. We are, yeah, as Bacho yeah, said, a pack. Who our enemies are are your enemies. Do you understand I mean, this? Absolutely, absolutely. I think they're going to die down there, anyways. Perhaps, but it, are... it is pretty dangerous. Yeah. They might die. They might find some other thing down there. And who knows? Do not assume anything. But I do not think we should venture down there after them. That would be foolish. Oh, no, I don't want to go back down there at all. So, the tablet, please. Oh, yeah, right. He hands it right over. You'll take it. And his his eyes eyes will get wide. And kind of like uh, he'll get his hands will sort of shake when he grabs it. Yes, Gunk, this is your first time really looking at the tablet since your dream. Mm-hmm. Um, you're looking at this tablet now, and your hands are kind of shaking as you take it. The runes are no longer shifting for you. Wait, is that the good? That's is that the good thing, or? A- Bad thing. Can I read it at all? Can I decipher anything from it? It's still hard to decipher because it's a language you don't know. But if you were going to go back and try to decipher it, at least, you know, it's not going to change on you. So you could consider that a good thing, or maybe it's just lost its magic on you. You really don't know. Oh, it it, in a way, thing. it kind of inspires a, a little bit of, uh, not inspires, uh, it causes a little bit of fear or trepidation, like maybe you've lost your touch. But in another way, maybe you've just grown closer to it. The Earth Mother is guiding me. I can, I am close. I'm very close. Very close. Okay, that gunk, we can hear you. What? Oh. Oh. Yep. I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything. Of course, Wilford. Good job. I continue to do that. Um, Zaldrin just calls from the bottom and she's like, am I coming up? What's going uh, on Mirren, up there? Mirren will lean over for Zaldrin. Uh, we're, we're keeping Wilford again. Oh, that's welcome back, Wilford. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm back leaning towards the idea of torching, torching this and then just leaving. Yeah, Wilford peers his head over. And he's still got the bandage over one eye, but the other one just looks happy as can be. Hi, Zaldrin. Good to good to see you. It's good to see you too. You look great. You look a little cold, maybe tired, but you look great. You look like you got punched in the face. Yeah, I got a black eye where I still have an eye. And she's looking at Bacho and Gunk and Mirren. Don't worry. We're going to teach him how to fight or he'll die on his own. But he's packed now, so. He gave us uh, his tablet uh, officially. So we are rescuing him from the asshole preppy group. That that sounds great. It was really frigging cold last night, by the way. I, I uh, yeah. stayed warm, but I, moving would be great. I thought it would be fine. It's really frigging cold. Wow. Okay. Plan torch. Plan right. torch. Everybody. So it's a bit early, but we're going to call it here. It's right around midday. Uh, so we've only spent a quarter day of this next day uh, with everything that happened. 
Uh, I really expect I prep so much for Terran, guys. I prep so much for Terran. <laughs> next week, next week we'll get there. You're off. This yeah, we'll week. get you don't there. Have to we'll worry about it. Yeah. You no, just, no. I yeah. I am so happy with how this session went. Uh, you threw me a curveball, and I always appreciate that. So thank you, you guys. Uh, let's go ahead and do some shout outs. Aaron, what's going on with Garblag? Let's see. Tomorrow um, at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we'll be back for some more Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition as our pirates uh, finally have gotten a ship and they're, and they're making their way into the Sea of Claws. Now, on Thursday during the day, I cannot tell you for sure what's going on because I myself do not know. I think... I think Ben is running Fallout uh, at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Modifius is 2D20. It's a great game. Um, so if you get a chance to watch Ben run it, uh, that would be a treat. Then if you like Modifius, uh, come back Thursday night at uh, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time or the middle of the night if you're uh, in Europe. And uh, watch us for some more Octoon Cthulhu, Shadows of Atlantis, as we... Uh, we move our way towards the end of that campaign. And that's yeah. the rest of the week in Garbleg. Jeff, what's going on with Lollygaggers? Yeah, man. Uh, Friday, Aaron's going to be running some Conan for us uh, as uh, we go back to that party that uh, was really, I have really no fun. idea what I'm going to do in that game. Uh, you don't, I mean, I mean, it's up to Aaron, but I don't see why you show up to be honest, but uh, <laughs> I'll just take the day off. <laughs> just take the night off, buddy. Uh, Saturday, uh, we, uh, we are back to one ring. Uh, we have a, a new, uh, a new member of the fellowship, uh, as my tray has joined, uh, has joined us on Saturdays. Finally, we were able to find a game, uh, where our schedules worked with her. Uh, and then, uh, yes. Yeah, and, and the new cosplay. Steven's cosplay. We gotta get, we gotta get one of those for, uh, for long. So send me the link wherever you got that, and I'll, I'm going to grab one with for long. Uh, and my and, Conan hat is only right up there, too. <laughs> nice. Uh, and uh, let's see. Monday, we have a fun little thing going on as uh, as we're back to holler, but we're having a, a brief interlude from our, our usual plot point campaign as Tracy Sizemore, one of the creators of holler, uh, is going to be guest GMing. Uh, I'm still going to be there running the stream and interacting with folks and stuff, but uh, she's going to hop in and she's going to run through a, a different uh, a different arc to kind of add and, you know, elongate the campaign ever so slightly. Uh, so come hang out. And not only that, but uh, well, we've been talking with our friends at North Rancher with Eric, who was here earlier. Uh, we're probably going to do a dice giveaway at some point. I'm not sure if it's going to be the first session or the second session. We'll We'll get some details later, but come back and hang out for some holler on Monday. Uh, and then we're back on Tuesday for more Steven. All right. Me scrambling next Tuesday. Come back mm -hmm. at it. Maybe we'll get to Taryn, but I doubt it. <laughs> we're fine. We're fine. Nice. Yeah. We're having a good time. Yeah. No, I'm great. having a great time. We killed two people. Having a great time. Uh, oh, sorry. Sorry. Everybody has blankets. Guess what I don't have. <laughs> Like, you need a blanket for you. Hollow out Mika now. crawl inside. Very warm. <laughs> like Tonton. <laughs> got to do it. Now the gunk's a telepath. Anybody who's thinking about killing us is just going to die hard. I That's just true. need That's the true. willpower. That's all it is. Like the willpower is so hard to get for me. Uh, you got so, so much willpower. I know. I know. So I can Very I can transfer it off off of you. Actually, if you like, the, I have I do have a spell called transfer. I could potentially get some off you. 
Yes, so, I can. It seems like that's how this system goes. Some classes just bank it like crazy, and then other classes are always running on empty. Yeah, I'm, I remember I'm Dan and I did again, a little but... of that. Yeah, I remember Dan and I did a little bit of that too. The 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 transfer of willpower at some point when we played in a different different campaign. So the biggest thing I need willpower for is dodge, and I'm mm-hmm. a ranged fighter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. Willpower. I mean, it really boosts my damage output potential, oh, yeah. but. Well, even even I mean, I, I've I had a character who went super heavy into to archery and, and range combat. There are some talents you can get where you can spend willpower to increase damage and spend mm-hmm. willpower to shoot again. So like there will I, be things eventually once you get high enough. In yeah, I, I do have the ignore armor one, mm-hmm. which is really nice. useful. Yeah. 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 Well, all right. Uh, I think with that, uh, I think we're out of here. Uh, so thanks for everyone who hung out tonight. Thank you for the bits. Thank you for the raid, Lost Caravan RPG. Check out uh, check out their channel. Check out Itch. Uh, they were talking about having a, a game up there as well that they were playing that they wrote. Uh, so give that a look and uh, come back on Friday and we'll see y'all later. So uh, bye-bye. Follow the raid. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.